0: and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Grace to All with Paul Grape, and a week ago, we had the great privilege of visiting with Brian Longridge, and I won't read his uh, introduction again. If you didn't hear it last week, please go back and listen to that and hear that, and when we finish, Brian's going to tell you how you can get in touch with him, how you can read about and see what all he's doing. Brian, thank you so much for doing another episode and being willing to come back with us again for this edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. It's wonderful to be with you again. Absolutely.
0: Thank you. And again, thanks to the wonders of technology. It's late at night in Kansas where I am. Uh, It's in the middle of the morning, halfway across the world where Brian Mm -hmm. is. And it's, it's wonderful that God has worked this out that we can be together. And last week, we talked about an uh, amazing encounter that Brian had with God when he was 22 years old, I think, changed his life and started using his music to minister to people. And he and his wife, Amerta Anisha, combined together. She's a massage therapist. He does some of that, too. And uh, without telling his story, Brian, would you go ahead and tell us about The work that you're doing now with people in prison, with people with leprosy, how you relate to them, how you minister to them, how you share the love of God with them. Tell us about that, would you please?
1: Well, we know that leprosy is a very stigmatized word in society, and we have a camp that's quite close to where we are, and basically our heart is to go and share in an incarnational way. love of God with them so my wife is a trained massage therapist and she will because touch is a very uh, beautiful thing to them it helps God ingrain his love inside of them in a very tangible and a very unique way because people don't want to touch them and they're afraid of them or if they'll contract the disease which is a very weak bacteria it's a very difficult disease to get so both of us go in and we massage and we hug them. And many times, as we hug them, they begin to cry and their pain begins to come up. And we listen to their stories. One of the, the most beautiful things is just to be understood because nobody has understood them. Nobody has listened to them. Nobody has glanced at them. They sit in dark rooms. Many times, the beds are filthy, it's just a dirty place. But we find that just, I mean, even in rich people, no matter where you go, poor people, everywhere in the world is this brokenness, is this underlying yearning for somebody to to see them, somebody to look into their eyes and heart to heart and let them know that the Father cares, that Jesus loves them, that he adores them, that they're beautiful. We call them princes and princesses. Our desire is that their identity will be so ingrained inside of them. So we make music for them. We share sometimes food with them. We sit and listen to their story. We massage them. And I remember in the Philippines, we would just be with people who they would be like emaciated, no fingers, no toes, no nose sometimes and their heads would be just down like this you know and um, not able to have eye contact you know what i mean and we would just keep sharing love and sharing identity and hugging them and sharing god's love and after- After a while, you would see Antonio, his name was, you would see his face just coming up a little bit higher every week, you know, coming up and a smile coming out on his face. Remember one time we had a birthday for one of them and never had a birthday before. He was dumped there like maybe I think when he was like six months old and uh, we just had a birthday party and we had all the leprosy people around and we were asking them you know what do you think of this person how do you view him say something that you love about him they would just go around and this person uh, his demeanor would just change and you could see that healing was happening inside of his heart and we they all give him gifts and we had a cake and sang to him and it's just within that atmosphere, many times, we will go away from that place and we will just weep. We will just, you see that we have this strange kind of paradoxical thing that goes on, you know. People think that you are the one who's bringing the love because we have these colonial ideas, you know, missionaries. were coming as the answer. And I, and I understand that line of thinking, but many times when we go away from them, we have received so much of god's goodness of his presence because christ is in them because when when you're doing it there you're doing it to christ and christ is looking at you and christ is speaking to you in many ways he's even spoken to us through them in profound ways and another thing we do is we uh clean wounds and we just try to clean wounds my wife is more a medical expert than me but i help her and As I say, she has also been a wonderful role model for me because when I watch her, how she is with them, it just has impacted me so much in my life. And We just go into team with the desire that they would meet the God who has always been with them, who has always been in them, and we see their lives transform, we see them begin to shine. We see them with a newfound confidence. We see them with just a sense of more dignity and more worth in their life. And it's just a very beautiful way to live for us.
0: I can see that in your eyes and in your voice. And uh, my goodness, are other people ministering in those places too? Or are you guys it?
1: Yeah, the place where we are right now, there's no other groups that are ministering there. We have had some... I believe Holy Spirit encounters with Christian nuns who live very close to where we are. And we had a, by chance, I don't believe it's by chance. We had an encounter with them. So we have been inducing them to try to come and help. And they seem to be willing that they actually work as sisters of the destitute Ah. as part of mother Teresa's thing. And so they um, I believe that they will be in the future, but right now it's us.
0: Are you doing some teaching as well? Do you have the opportunity to raise other people up to do what you're doing?
1: We share in different churches. We sometimes share in other countries as well. Just basically, our heart is healing and intimacy. Healing and intimacy, coming back to that place of love, of first love. Uh, And so we do that. We teach in different churches, wherever we're in Vaina. China also has a very strong sense of performance orientation and intensity, and finding identity in what you do. And so, I, I would, I've been in there. I've done concerts in there, just in in the outback, <laughs> in strange places. I've said, "God, what am I doing here?" Everybody's speaking Chinese. I've really? learned how to. I'm learning Mandarin at the moment. Really write mandarin music and sing in the mandarin language and i've just seen just people lying on the floor and broken and crying because of the weights being lifted off of them by the holy spirit the weights of climbing the weights of trying to find their security and identity and just their sense of educational ingenuity their giftedness and but yet coming back to that place of peace that place of solace that place where they can just soak and bask in the ocean of god's love and so we do teaching in different nations and also here in the place where we are yes
0: wow and so if people want to invite you to come and speak can they do that through your website through facebook
1: uh, yes they could invite us uh, through my facebook brian Longridge on facebook uh or they on our website?
0: And boy, I encourage people to go there. Healing Rivers International underscore BrianLongridge.com. I encourage people to go there because the pictures that I saw, I touched my heart. And I so hope that people will take the opportunity to connect with you, to support you, and to uh, maybe have you come to their country and speak. I hope that when you're in the United States that, that we can do something to get together. So let me ask you, you minister to people that are outcasts, that their own family members don't have any contact with them anymore, that are abandoned to society. You do that. I know, obviously, it must be simply because of the love of God, because you see Christ in them, because Christ has given you a heart for them. Brian, how do you, and Myrta, how do you uh, process, how do you handle the sadness that you see. Obviously, you bring joy to people. You see them, as you mentioned, uh, their heads lifting up and the joy in their hearts. And yet also, when you walk out of where they are, they're still there and you're back out in a different world, almost in a different society. I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but it just how do you process that? How does that work for you?
1: Yeah, that is very difficult in a sense, because I've seen even people Dying, you know, the leprosy people I've seen have been there giving funeral talks, (laughs) trying to express God's encapsulation of them and the people who were left behind. Working in this kind of ministry, you come up against paradoxes, it's not all sweet and rosy, and the pain and the pleasure are very close together. For me, I, we share about God's solidarity, God's sense of solidarity, God's sense of suffering, God's sense of being there in the midst of the darkness with them. And we, we can only hope that the seeds that we drop into their hearts will bloom We already see that happening relationally in their lives. We already see that happening in their sense of dignity, their sense of value, their sense of worth. And we only hope that those seeds will also be watered and those seeds will grow. We cannot take care of all of their problems, but we try to get access into the deepest core of their being. And music helps us to do that bringing down the walls inside of them, and touch helps us to do that. But yes, there is always that paradox in any kind of ministry, dealing with the poor, dealing with the suffering, that there is this ongoing continuity that sometimes never seems to stop. But the actual seeds, and almost like bringing beauty and bringing light into their world, we trust in the spirit of God and Christ within them, that this will grow and it will be watered inside of them in a beautiful way. But yes, it can be difficult. Yes.
0: Well, I can only imagine. I'm certainly not doing what you're doing or in the same situation, but just in, in ministry, uh, you know, you get involved in people's lives. You you love them. You spend time with them. And then people get sick or they get betrayed or they lose their job or You know, challenges with kids or whatever, and that doesn't leave me when I go out their door and come back into my house. And uh, having a wonderful wife as you do, and and of course having the relationship with the Lord, to it's real comfort for me to know that He sees the end from the beginning, exactly, and He knows the exact moment when we will all be healed, Mm -hmm. when the lion will lie down with the lamb. Land, yeah, yes. and and uh it is it's the eternal perspective isn't it yeah yes. and uh mm-hmm. we can't always <laughs> we can rarely see that uh in the present yeah. but but we can certainly take comfort in that he can see that that he's in us mm-hmm. that he's in everyone and uh, again as we mentioned i think last time we're all one we're together it's been so encouraging to me to understand this oneness that we have we're all connected. We're all uh, part of the same thing. We're all one with Christ yeah. mm-hmm. and with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, and, and you mentioned uh, early on, I think, in, in the first time when we talked about God's holiness, and, and he certainly is holy, I've come to understand and to learn that he was holy before he ever created anyone, before creation. Yeah. And so that holiness, it can't be squeaky clean morality, like never having a bad Absolutely. thought. It's yeah. relational. That holiness is really, and I think when Isaiah said, I've seen the Lord, and I said, holy, 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 I think he was saying, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Uh, that's what holiness is, it's relationship, and that relationship lives in us, and even though we're separated by thousands of miles now, uh, I mean, we're we're one and we're one with no distance and we get to experience that oneness with everybody else. And Mm. and we know that even though they or we, or maybe both of us are hurting at the moment that God is in the process of working everything to the good for all of us, because he loves all of us. And one day, one day we will experience that and we'll sit around that great banquet table and I don't know if we can remember the times before or or however it works. I just know it'll be really good. And I take comfort in that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This is one of the things we share with them many times is we'll all be sitting around, you know, with with Jesus at the banqueting table. Everything has to be seen in the light of eternal. You know, it it has to be seen. This is, this is temporary. I mean, I know that eternity is not just a time orientated thing. It's foundationally, this life with the Father, Son, and Spirit. Yeah. But at the same time, this perspective of just who they are, their dignity, their chosenness, us all being one in that. And that suffering will fade. It, it'll fade away.
0: It will. And you're helping it fade away moment by moment with the people that you're with. And I'm sure that they tell you this, but just in case they don't, I know they appreciate it. I know they love you guys and they so appreciate you coming to be with them and i'm just so pleased to get to know you and to hear what you're doing and to see see what you and jesus and papa and the holy spirit are doing together
1: oh thank you it's also a pleasure meeting you people with the same mind same heart synergy resonance it's beautiful it really is thank you
0: well in a couple of minutes that we have left brian tell people again how they can uh, contact you, how they can support you, because we haven't really talked about this, but I I know you're not doing an eight to five job and you're going into prisons, you're going into leprosy camps, you're ministering to people doing all of those things. And those of us who are doing eight to five jobs are bringing in income one way or another. We get the privilege of supporting and helping you and your work. So tell us how we can do that.
1: Okay. Well, we have a website, Healing Rivers International and, all our bank details are on there.
0: Healing Rivers International underscore Yeah,
1: Yes, we have a store on there and uh, you can buy, I have some soaking CDs on there if you want to just rest in God's presence and just receive just that love, still your heart. These CDs are basically designed to allow the walls of your heart to just drop and to receive His unconditional grace and love. This is one way that you can support us also.
0: PayPal at BrianMurta underscore Longridge at yahoo.com.
1: Yeah, by the way, they're not CDs, but they are actually MP3 downloads. Okay. So you can just download oh, them directly into your computer, great. into your phone. It's also available on CD Baby as well. You can buy it there. but Better to buy from the website. Uh, iTunes also.
0: iTunes, great. And finally, Brian, how can we pray for you? How can we pray for you and for Myrta? Tell us that, would you?
1: Okay, just pray for us financially that God will continue to provide. We we trust him, and he's so faithful. He's so good. Um, Also, pray that we have favor here uh, with um, the government also to be able to remain in this country for a long time, and just pray that our ministry will continue to be more effective and more lives will be changed and in creative and beautiful ways by God's love and grace.
0: We certainly will. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to pray for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us for these two episodes. And I know that people will contact you, will support you, will get a chance to see your heart more and learn more about what you're doing and to uh, pray for you and be involved in what you're doing uh, halfway around the world for many of us. So, Brian Longridge, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you all for watching today.
1: Thank you so much, Paul, for giving me this opportunity. I really, really appreciate it. It's so, so beautiful. What a beautiful time.
0: Thank you. It was for me, too. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you again next time on Grace to All with Paul Gray. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you, and our special guest, please visit www.gracewithpaulgray.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and to join our Facebook group, Grace to All, where you'll be inspired and awakened to more truth that you can handle.